Hi, and welcome to another episode of Successful Inventing. I'm your host, Ken Johnson. Welcome. Today, we're going to discuss trademarks. The topic of our discussion is trademarks, an important part of your inventing success. Now, many of you as inventors focus on your idea, the the product or the utility, the patentable uh, invention that you've been dreaming of. And that's where most inventors focus, and rightly so. I mean, you must come up with an invention that has commercial viability, uh, whether it's a consumer product or an industrial-related type of uh, product. You want to come up with something, obviously, that has consumer demand. So most inventors focus on the invention itself. And uh, secondarily, uh, the focus then usually shifts to how do I protect it? And that focus is then usually uh, narrowed to the patent. Most inventors focus on a patent and they don't think about other forms of protecting their idea. And that form that I'm thinking of at this point is the trademark. The trademark is a vital part of the general protection, the general uh, IP rights you want to develop for your invention. And the importance of the trademark cannot be underestimated. I'm going to give you some reasons why you want to make certain, if at all possible, you obtain a trademark on your invention. Particularly, this is important for a consumer product. And pretty much that's, that's the narrow focus of a trademark. It usually centers around a consumer product or service. But since we're talking about inventions, I'm assuming you've come up with a consumer product. So that's where we're going to focus is a trademark as it relates to a consumer product. Now, first of all, trademark is pretty much as the name indicates, it's a trademark. The idea being that it establishes your brand, your ownership of that underlying product and the consumer can expect a consistency of the underlying product. So give you an example, McDonald's. Uh, When you go to a McDonald's, you expect a Big Mac to taste like a Big Mac no matter where in the world you go to a McDonald's. And why do you expect that? Because of that brand name, that trademark, McDonald's, and then specifically the Big Mac. Now, if uh, Burger King produced a hamburger that they called a Big Mac, the consumers would get confused. Uh, They generally associate a Big Mac with McDonald's. So why is Burger King producing a burger calling it the Big Mac? So the idea of a trademark is to avoid consumer confusion uh, as to the the underlying company, the underlying product, the underlying experience, the underlying quality associated with that brand name. So the Big Mac you'd buy from McDonald's should taste and and the experience should be the same as you've experienced your whole life eating a Big Mac from McDonald's. And a Big Mac from Burger King 
would violate and cause confusion as to what exactly you're getting and who you're getting it from. So that's the reason trademarks were developed, is to avoid con consumer confusion as to the provider of that product and the quality expectations of the product. So uh, in my case, when it comes to phase 10, I developed that trademark, and so when people go out to buy the card game Phase 10, they expect to get what they've always gotten uh, in buying or making the purchase of that product, whatever that quality level is and the general gameplay associated with that brand. And so we can give many examples. When you go buy a Coca-Cola, you expect that Coca-Cola to taste like the Coca-Colas you've had in the past. Uh, so when you buy a Coke, that's what you expect. So if some other company came up with a product and called it a Coke, the consumer would get confused as to who is providing the product, the experience, the quality that they're used to. So when you develop a trademark and you register it with the U.S. Uh, Patent and Trademark Office, you are telling the world that this is my brand, this is my trademark, and you can expect what you've always received when you buy this product. And no one else can deceive you. I will not allow anyone else to deceive you um, by offering something else using the same brand. So you have to defend your trademark just as you do a patent, but it's important to establish the trademark to establish in a consumer mind the level of quality or service that they can expect consistency and no confusion as to who's providing it. Another important reason for establishing a trademark as an inventor is when you go to license your product to a licensee, you not only are licensing the copyright or the trademark, but you also want to license the, I'm sorry, the, did I say trademark? You're licensing, first off, the copyright or the patent. That's what you're licensing initially, that product associated with the copyright or the patent. And then secondarily, you want to also license the trademark. The trademark is an important part of your license. And in fact, in my mind, it's a critical part of your license, particularly if you have a patented product. So let's look at this. If you have a patented product, your license uh, by law can only extend for the length of the patent. Uh, no licensee wants to pay you for a patent that has expired. Uh, so your patent, I'm sorry, your license agreement will only extend as long as the patent exists. So how do you extend then your IP or ownership and the rights to receive royalties under a license agreement? The way to do that is through a trademark. So you license, in the case of a patented product, the patent itself, and you license the trademark. So when the patent expires, 
you still have a reason for your licensee to pay you royalties, and that's based on the trademark that you've licensed as well associated with that underlying product. So uh, in the case, let's say you were getting a 10% royalty and your patent expires and it drops off the license. Now your licensee may drop that 10% royalty down to 5% or 4% or whatever based on the trademark that still remains under license for as long as they continue to use the trademark and you maintain its good standing with the Patent and Trademark Office. And so you can talk to your attorney about this. Every 10 years or so, you have to re-register or well, I shouldn't say re-register. You have to pay a fee to... Uh, and demonstrate to the trademark office that you're continuing to use that mark in trade, in interstate trade. So talk to your trademark attorney about this, but you'll want to uh, maintain that trademark every 10 years. And in doing so, you can maintain the IP ownership and thus continue to earn a royalty under the license agreement where you've uh, license the trademark along with the underlying patented product. Now, in the case of a copywritten uh, product, it's a little different. In the case of a copyright, copyrights last much longer than patents. They last the lifetime of the author plus 70 years. So in the case of a copywritten product, you don't have to worry about the loss of a royalty over a patent as you do with a patent, uh, because again, it, they last your lifetime. However, you still want to license the trademark because that's another level of ownership. And this helps also if your licensee wants to extend the brand. Maybe uh, they start with the original product that you've offered and they want to have extensions or additional iterations because they're continuing to use that trademark they will have to pay you a royalty on those extensions, provided, of course, you've covered this in your license agreement. You want to make sure it clearly stipulates that if they add any other additional products, brands, SKUs, uh, SKUs uh, is SKU, it stands for stock keeping units. Anytime they extend that brand or that uh, trademark in other products, they should pay you a royalty on that as well because they're using your brand name that trademark on these other products i have such an arrangement with uh, phase 10 and i certainly suggest you do that with any product you have and definitely you will want to trademark it now you'll have to be using it in trade uh, that's what it means trademark you'll have to be using it in interstate trade on that mark or under that prop, that uh, that invention, uh, that IP, you'll have to be selling or exposing that trademark on an interstate basis in order to qualify for uh, a registered trademark. Your patent attorney can get into de the details of how that looks, how that works. It's not a difficult thing to do. If you made a few widgets or whatever it is you've developed and sold them across state lines, you qualify. Uh, for a trademark. So again, your patent attorney can talk to you about those details, but that's an important uh, criteria in order to get a trademark. You must be using it in trade. So again, talk to your patent attorney for more details 
but let's end by saying you definitely want to apply for a trademark. It gives you a higher level of ownership, a higher level of IP ownership, and can extend your rights and your IP beyond the expiration of the patent. And in the case of a copyright, it's a great way to bundle and make certain that you continue to get paid as your brand is extended in other areas. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening today. I hope this was, has been uh, helpful uh, to you. Uh, you can go to my website, successfulinventing.com or kenjohnsonspeaks.com. You'll see other episodes. You will find other resources uh, for successful inventing. And you might check out my book, The Simple Plan, The Six Easy Steps to Make Millions from Your Ideas. Okay, it's available on Amazon. I'd love for you to check it out. And if you do, uh, be happy for you to give us a review there as well. So again, thank you very much for listening. This is Ken Johnson, your host. And I wish you, as always, successful inventing.